Hello, everyone. Welcome and welcome back to my channel. Amen. Today, I've got a case that could let us peek into the dark side of human nature, and it's a semi-realistic how to get away with murder type of case. In a quest to grab the attention of his attractive female teacher, a law student pulled out all the stops, even going as far as falsely claiming that his mom had just passed away. When his student caught facing judgment, he shamelessly declared, "It's her who betrayed me." He used top-notch acting skills to lure the teacher into a rental place, then he raped and killed this poor lady. What's wrong with him, and were they in any way entangled in a convoluted and unconventional romantic relationship? And as I can finish the story quickly, I sliced it into several chapters for better narration, which you can see as display. And finally, without further ado, let's start our first chapter, shall we? On the second of November, two thousand and four, in Changsha City, Hunan Province, a pale and frail-looking guy walked into the police station with heavy steps. He had a blank expression on his face, and he was literally covered in blood. And he was mumbled something like "I've killed someone," repeatedly. The on-duty cop noticed something off about him and quickly detained him for interrogation. This skinny guy turned out to have killed someone, and it was shocking that the victim was his teacher, and according to him, was his girlfriend as well. To get to the bottom of this, we gotta go back to two years ago. It was the September of two thousand and two, start of a new semester. The sophomore law student Ao Li was lying awake, unable to sleep because of the secret he was hiding. He had fallen hard for the new English teacher Alice. Sure, she was a teacher, but Alice was only three years older than Ali. She was killed as a butter, like an enemy girl come to life. One look from Ali, and you can tell straight away that he's a gaming nerd, and he was incredibly hooked. Standing just over five foot three, wearing lank black, framed glasses. Ali was a scrawny dude without an ounce of swagger. On a campus full of stars, he blundered into the background, but Ali wasn't ready to give up. Lying in bed, his mind raced as he wrestled with an indescribable anguish. I am so into Miss Alice. I gotta get with her. But the student-teacher relationship wasn't the only thing standing between them. Ali came from a poor single-parent household. His mom had spent almost all their savings just to send him to college. Meanwhile, Miss Alice was born an only child to a government officer's family. In comparison, she was loaded and was graced too much. She held dual degrees in English and law. By any measure, Ali was outmatched. They say. Children from low-income families tend to work at a young age. You know, they tend to have this awareness of helping the families and stuff. But Ali was an outliner. Ali was exceedingly vain, 
and constantly put on airs at school in an attempt to associate himself with the affluent students. But he didn't have the swagger to pull it off. His classmates quickly saw through Ali's bullshit. While some people would make fun of him, but most of his classmates or fellow students tried to help respecting his pride. The class president and Ali's roommates even secretly split his tuition fees behind his back, you know, to support him. But Ali didn't remember any of that. He only focused on the haters. Back then, this computer game called Legendary was blowing up in China. Ali was hooked too, spending all day conquering in that fancy world. Most players in the game topped out around level twenty or thirty, but Ali blasted all the way to forty, becoming overlord of the entire server zone. Other gamers called him Big Bro and sucked up to Ali, trying to ride his coattails. He created his own clan and loaded over the game, ganking whoever he wanted. He viewed his online enemies as the same people who looked down on him in real life and let out his frustrations on them. He behaved very gently offline, but was offensive on the internet. The massive gap between real life and the fantasy left Ali unable to cope. His classmates were nice to him, but he felt like they were just pretending. Ali seemed chill on the surface, but the rage inside never stopped burning. How satisfied it'd be if the game world was real and he could swing that big sword his character used, slicing everyone who dismissed him. But at the end of the day, it was just a game. No matter how dominant Ali was online, it didn't change his situation in real life. Then one night, his roommate said something that caught Ali's attention. That English teacher Alice is so fine. She's blowing up on the school forums. For real, if I could date her, that'd be such a flex. Alice's eyes lit up. His roommates were right. Miss Alice was so out of his league. But if Alice could win her over, who would dare look down on him then? It was like those school dudes who bragged about dating the hottest girl on campus to big themselves up. Ali was thirsty to pull off something no one else could to show everyone that how awesome he was. He resolved to take whatever measures were required to win Miss Alice over. While Ali felt insecure about his looks and background, he was extremely confident in his law studies. His expertise in legal theory improved his ability to think logically and act effectively. And he did notice that the class discipline has been terrible lately, with students messing around with the younger teacher, Miss Alice. Even as nice as Alice, she had lost her temper at class many times, but only got a few minutes of quiet in return. Ali glanced at his timetable with anticipation, a feeling of excitement washing over him. As he noticed that his first lesson the next day would be English, he knew his chance was coming. Just as Ali expected, English class the next day was in chaos. Miss Alice 
diligently delivered her lecture at the front of the room, while some students dozed off. Others indulged in reading novels, and a few leisurely savored their breakfast. Miss Alice put the chalk down, feeling angry and annoyed after being frustrated during the class. Right then, Ali suddenly stood up. He yelled at those breaking the rules, while Alice remained silent. This is supposed to be a place to learning. Please do not disturb others, and please appreciate the teacher's hard work. The class froze in shock, including Miss Alice, who was surprised any student would voluntarily back it up. She thought this class was rotten to the core, yet here was a hidden gem. Just like that, Ali became an instant hero, leaving a deep impression on the naive Miss Alice, who had no clue it was all part of his game. Step one was done, but what next? Ali racked his brains. He was broke, so no gifts or treating her to dinner. Then how to get closer? Right after class, Miss Alice asked Ali to stay behind and offered to help him with any study problems he may have. To Ali, this kindness was the opening he had been waiting for. He came to realize a crucial flaw in this young female teacher's character. Her excessive kindness. An opportunity like this couldn't be wasted, could it? Ali decided it was time to deploy his substory on Miss Alice. To this skimming law student, the teacher was just a dumb cutie. All he had to do was defend class discipline a bit to gain her affection, play up his weaknesses, and surely. It would trigger Alice's overflowing sympathy, letting him easily manipulate her. Then Ali continued to tell sad stories one after another in great details. In every class of Miss Alice, Ali sat alone in the back corner, keeping to himself and not interacting with the other students. And he acted timidly during group discussions, as if everyone disliked him. This made Miss Alice think Ali was ostracized for defending her, and you know what? Ali's spoken English is actually quite broken, which always elicited laughter when he read out loud, and that further convinced Miss Alice that he had it rough. So, what would this nice teacher Alice does? She took the initiative to offer Ali private tutoring so that he wouldn't get mocked in the future while he speaks. Right. On the other hand, Ali felt excited that the teacher was easily fooled, so he started to visit her office every day after class. After pretending to study hard for two weeks, he felt it was time to up the ante. Since the sob story was working, he'd pour. On the pathos, at one of their extra tutoring sessions, Ali looked completely miserable with red-rimmed eyes. Soft-hearted Alice quickly noticed something was off and gently prodded him to open up. Hearing her caring tone, Ali unleashed his acting chops, bursting into tears. Teacher, my mom. She she passed away. I have no one left in this world anymore. He cried so hard he deserved an Oscar.
In fact, Ali's parents were both alive and well. They well, like I said, that he was a single parent who, though, they just divorced before he attended university, and both of his parents worked on farms in their own hometown. If they knew their son painted them as dead bits, they'd beat the crap out of him. But our nice lady, Miss Alice, already had a lot of sympathy for Ali. How would she imagine it was all fabricated? Alice consoled him, saying she'd be his family from then on. He could come to her for anything. Ali quickly pushed his luck. Teacher, can I call you Big Sis from now on? Alice was so moved. She figured it'd be just like having a little brother. How hard is that? As helping disadvantaged students with a teacher's grand duty, and so kind-hearted Alice took Ali's bait completely. Since then, they called each other siblings and kept his dead bond as their little secret. Concerned about Ali's financial situation might affect his studies. Miss Alice treated him to additional meals at the teacher's cafeteria and purchased daily supplies for him. When classmates envied Ali's special treatment, he himself was getting antsy. He wanted to date Alice, not this stupid sibling Rose. Ali knew then just playing pitiful wasn't enough. To get the lady, he had to step up and pursue her like a man. So Ali invited Alice out sightseeing on weekends and offered to cook for her at her rental apartment. Miss Alice was nice and warm-hearted, but she's not stupid as Ali would like her to be. You know, taking out to date and cook for her—these unusual teacher and student behavior is inappropriate, even for this sibling thing, as they weren't raised together. Type of siblings, you know what I meant. So she turned him down politely, but Ali took her refusal as a shy girl, playing hard to get, wielding her courtesy replies as daily couple banter. We are single and unrelated, chatting, dining, interacting daily like this, and we basically dating. Ali kept brainwashing himself and classmates that Miss Alice was his girlfriend. Even naming the female lead in his game as Alice. Gradually, the line between reality and fantasy blurred more for Ali. His feelings for Miss Alice grew more twisted and unrealistic. But his peers just sneered, seeing his claims as totally bullshit. She's your girlfriend, cause you say so. Can't even show one selfie together. Who are you kidding with? Their doubt crushed Ali. He'd pursued Alice to prove himself. Now they were so close, yet Pierre didn't buy it. They must be hating. The darkness inside of him awake. Find, they wanted proof. He'd give them proof. Ali hatched a despicable idea. Spread rumors and defamation about her. His dude snapped pics of Alice and posted them online as couple shots with suggestive captions. He knew for a fact that rumors fly quick but die slow. 
When Alice finally heard the rumors online, she was very furious. So she confronted Ali, and he was crying and saying how she was his only family and how he was just wanted to share his happiness with his friends, classmates, the whole fucking world. The kind and sympathetic Alice relented again, just as Ali was gaining momentum, and he didn't get to enjoy his triumph. For long, there was this lightning struck. Alice actually had this childhood sweetheart who was studying abroad, but finally returning to China, marry her now. So all this time, Ali was just a student to Alice. She had clear boundaries in her mind. No matter how much extra help she gave Ali, he was just only ever a student. That's why she never shared personal details with him, so he just assumed that she was single. But I bet it was because Alice's inappropriate moves got him more frequent, and Alice didn't know how to reject him politely. On May Day, two thousand and four, Alice unexpectedly posted family photos with her fiance, outing her relationship status. Otherwise, she would never share that. I guess the post. With the caption as "Miss Alice got a hot fiance," exploded online. Everyone praised this beautiful couple, but Ali felt jealous and hurt by their comments. His carefully crafted rumors crashed and burned, making him a total clown. But Ali didn't care about the mockery. All he could think was Alice in another man's arms. How could he let his goddess be defiled? Ali lost it. His long con was too slow now. He had to beat the other guy to the punch. The best move he could think of was to sleep with her. He basically cheated women like a thing, you know, in his narrowed mind that no man would ever wanted these used goods. So he made detailed preparations and plans. First. Ali rented a remote flat, which was no security, no neighbors, for complete privacy. So if things ever got messy, he could call it a lover's spat. Next, he just had to discreetly get Alice out there. But his excessive chasing has made Alice uncomfortable, causing her to avoid him and reject his dinner invitations three times straight. Ali decided to use this as an opening. Weaponizing her kindness to bait her out. Once again, employing Alistair's skills, he played the victim hard, saying he only wanted to thank her as a friend. Predictably, kind Alice wondered if she had indeed hurt him. A grieving student needed comfort after losing his mom. That's all she thought. And Ali was her responsibility as a teacher. Sensing his opportunity, Ali pushed for dinner, getting Alice to agree to time and place. On the second of November, Ali and Alice had dinner at the restaurant near the school. After that meal, he pretended to feel unwell again, asking the teacher to take him home. As soon as they entered the place, Ali quietly locked the door and dropped. The sick act. Alice immediately understood that Ali had deceived her. You've gone, you've gone to great effort to deceive me into coming. 
"What do you want?" she questioned. "Why are you betraying me?" He says. "We eat together, chat together, and you are clearly my girlfriend. Why would you marry someone else? What the heck? Who's your girlfriend?" Alice widened eyes in disbelief. "I looked at you like a little brother, but you mistakenly believed that." I was interested in dating you. The teacher thought Ali was being totally unreasonable. She turned to leave, but Ali reacted faster, grabbing her. "What are you trying to do? Let go of me!" says I really love you. Can't you just be with me and not be with the other man? During the argument, the two grappled with each other. Ali believed that his girlfriend had betrayed him, and he remained convinced of this. So, boy was extremely angry, and suddenly he lost control. He somehow fetched a fruit knife from the table and stabbed it right at the throat of Alice. Facing the threat of death, of course, Alice was screaming while kicking and thrashing, trying to break free from Ali's grip. But the yells and screams didn't wake him up. Instead, Ali turned into a complete monster when she was trying to save her own life. Ali pressed her down to a bed, and he literally rolled on her with one hand holding and grazing her neck. The other kept throbbing her, attacking to her neck and head with a knife. Alice got to open her mouth wide, as she couldn't breathe at all at her last moment. But what she could feel was only blood flooding from the bottom of her throat, and felt her mouth blocked her ear, and finally, she died. Miserably, on this small and smelly bed. In a few minutes, Miss Alice gradually stopped struggling. The unmistakable expressions of distress and anxiety became evident on her countenance, and the weak pulse suggested to Ali that the teacher still had her last breath. In the vivid pool of red, she was like a pure white flower, bloomed, appearing. Even more delicate and pitiable. Ali couldn't help but think that Alice looked incredibly beautiful, so he gently caressed Alice's pale and terrified face, and in front of his breathless gym lover, he carried out the final act of brutality. He got to make sure the teacher is completely forever mine. Ali carefully grabbed a blanket and covered Alice's head and neck. He wanted to be the only one in the world who had possessed Miss Alice. Only then, he believed, could the love be unforgettable and absolutely unique. After killing his teacher, Ali didn't rush to escape. Instead, he sat next to his teacher's body and calmly flipped open his diary to record the moment. That had haunted him. In the diary, this period repeatedly recorded the passion and pleasure he had just experienced, and wrote for almost an hour before he reluctantly dropped the pen. Ali originally planned to go back to school and commit suicide by jumping off a building after assaulting his teacher. However, after witnessing how the his teacher died. Ali changed his mind and decided he didn't want to end his own life anymore. As a law student, he believed that coming forward and confessing could result in a lighter penalty. 
since Miss Alice was already dead, and if he could make his arguments sound persuasive, he might be able to prove his innocence. On the evening of the day he killed his teacher, Ali showed up at the door of the police station and surrendered voluntarily. In the courtroom on the thirteenth of April two thousand and five, Ali's defense attorney shamelessly argued that since Ali believed the victim was already dead, he couldn't be charged with rape. In order to mitigate the punishment, Ali is capable of fabricating any absurdity. But thanks to technology, the forensic medical examination showed that Ali's victim was still alive when he assaulted her. Contradicting Ali's defense statement, Ali was not going to give up on his defense. He began to make a fuss in front of everyone, victim shaming the teacher. Miss Alice messed with my emotions, so how can it all be my fault? She was partly to blame too. Ali's speech shocked everyone present, and they couldn't fathom how someone could shamelessly utter such nonsense. Alice's parents, recalling their daughter's distorted face and the look of hatred in her eyes at the funeral parlor, couldn't hold back their tears. Her bright life had just begun, but it was abruptly ended by such a scumbag. In the end, the Changsha Intermediate People's Court sentenced Ali to death for intentional homicide and rape. Although justice was served, Alice would never come back to life. The whole case should have been settled, but in the courtroom, while the judge was solemnly delivering the verdict, twenty-one year old Ali, upon hearing the death sentence, revealed a strange smile. Heinously murdering a female teacher with a twisted method, and he dares to smile. Alice's friends and families there wished they could rush forward and tear his face apart. But what was it with this fucking smile? Was it just a blatant provocation? Shortly after the trial ended, Alice's parents received a letter from their daughter saying goodbye. Wasn't their daughter intentionally killed by that devil, Ali? How she could have predicted her own death and written a farewell letter in advance? Could there be hidden motive behind this murder case? Carrying complex and emotional feelings, Alice's parents nervously opened their daughter's letter. When the elderly couple opened the letter, they immediately noticed that it didn't look like their daughter's handwriting. The letter began with "Dear Dad and Mom," signed as "Your Forever Daughter, Alice." The entire letter only talked about. Monday life matters and included an implicable fiction excerpt. The content of this novel was like a replica of the story Ali narrated about him and Alice on court. The parents initially thought they could see their daughter once more through these words, but to their shock, this turned out to be a forged letter by Ali. The demon about to descend into hell actually used such despicable means to toy with the hearts of the parents. This once again failed. 
the grief and anger in Alice's parents. Simultaneously, Alice's roommate also received a threatening letter, and it is from Ali. She had stopped Ali from seeing Alice before, and he was angry at her and wanted payback. And obviously, both the parents and the roommate submitted letters they received to the police. So, through handwriting analysis, the police confirmed that both letters were written exactly by Ali. During the waiting period of the verdict, Ali had been composing these letters. At that time, he was already unable to distinguish between reality and fantasy. Ali wrote his fantasies into these letters, believing that he and the teacher were like the fiction and the lies he had imagined, mutually redeeming and loving each other. He believes they were once deeply in love, but the teacher cheated on him with another man, causing him to hurt her because he couldn't forgive her betrayal. You know, he was making up excuses for his own action. In the letter, Ali also described a fantas- fan- fantastic courtroom scene, in which, after a heated argument in court, they finally agreed with Ali with his. Explanation and felt sorry for what they had done to him—a ridiculous fantasy, pretending he could get away with murder without facing any consequences. Psychologists who studied the case said that Ali was deeply in love with Alice, but she did not feel the same way. This led to a considerable amount of emotional turmoil for him, escalating with each passing day until he ultimately succumbed to it. In an irrational outburst. In the end, the court concluded that these contents couldn't confirm a romantic relationship between Ali and Alice, and the original verdict was upheld. Throughout the murder committed by Ali, it is clear that he is adept at manipulating emotions and has a severely twisted mindset. Ali thought Alice and him had a pure platonic love. Without any physical intimacy, which made the teacher seem more pure and beautiful to him, this type of love is often referred to as the virgin complex. He couldn't tolerate anyone tarnishing this purity, so he chose to take drastic measures, violating Alice and personally ending their relationship. According to Alice's mom and roommate, Alice would never go out at night. Let alone visit a man's place. Ali easily understood people's thoughts and took advantage of the teacher's sympathy by scheduling the invitation during the day, causing Alice to let her guard down completely. In Ali's confession, he mentioned contemplating suicide, but ultimately gave up. Why did he give up on suicide? According to his logic. Death would allow him to exclusively possess the teacher, keeping them together forever, isn't it? In reality, after committing the crime, Ali didn't repent for his sins. Instead, out of the fear of the cool of the grim rapper, he chose to surrender himself to the authorities. He was desperately trying to shift blame to his actions, while. Simultaneously fantasizing that others should forgive his crimes, Ali's love for Alice, as he describes it, is far from pure. 
His love is a narrow-minded, one-sided infatuation built on selfish premises, extremely radical and twisted. As an individual with a relatively high level of education, committing murder was a result of a momentary outburst, and upon regaining rationality, he felt remorse. But his immediate reaction was to use self-surrender as a way to save himself. Whatever is the contradictory statement in his confession, or creating false evidence through bizarre letters, these are all. Manifestations of Ali's strong survival instinct. The so-called love is nothing more than a tragic self-deception fueled by vanity. And this is the end of our story for today. Thanks for watching, and I will see you in my next video. Bye.